0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Adventures in Artslandia. I'm Susanna Mars. Saturday, July 13th, was the Mississippi Street Fair, and I had the immense pleasure of talking to six terrific artists. And this is one of those interviews. It's with Willamette Writers, and I'm talking to Gail Passernack and Kate Ristow. It was a wonderful day. A special thanks to Heartbeat, Silent Disco, and Joe Takimba, who played incredible music all day long. It sounds like a party that day, and it was, but hang in there. There are a couple of glitches in the recording. It'll come round, and it'll be worth it. Hey, everybody. Uh, We're back at Adventures in Artslandia. There are so many fun things. Um, Right now, I'm going to be talking to the people who are heading up the Willamette Writers, which is a really amazing organization here in town. And uh, I want to thank everybody for coming over to the Artslandia table. There's going to be all sorts of information. You can check out the Oregon Symphony, what's going on there. Willamette Writers will put some stuff down and uh, enjoy this interview uh, with Kate Ristaw and Gail Passernak and thanks for coming. Thank you for having us. Oh let's see are you not on? I have to keep now turning on. people on. <laughs> Awkward.
1: Thank you for having us. <laughs>
0: Anytime. So tell us a little bit about the Willamette Writers and what you guys are up to. All
1: right so Willamette Writers is a writing organization that's all about writers so our main mission and our vision is just about helping writers and so sometimes that means helping writers get published, sometimes it means helping writers find critique groups or partners or having workshops, and we also have like our annual conference and um, different journals and the things that we do to like, basically help writers become better writers. And I know you have
0: lots of classes. How do people check out uh, Willamette Writers Online?
1: So we're at WillametteWriters.org, and you can also Google us, and you'll find us. Um, This is actually our 50th conference, and we've been around for over 50 years. Right.
0: Kate and I had this wonderful opportunity to talk about their conference about a month ago, I guess, and uh, it's a really incredible event. And also, Gail is the president of Willamette Writers, and Kate is the executive director. And so together you guys are putting this together. I know you have some other people on staff as well. It's a a huge
1: conference, yes? Yeah, we have over 700 writers. And so that's people coming together and some people are coming for workshops. Some people are coming for um, different critiques. and There's pitches. also going to be some
0: boxing later.
1: <laughs> We're going to box. <laughs> yeah, well, um, we, basically, there's, it's, it's an amazing event. And there's lots of keynotes. And um, there's one of my favorite keynotes that's coming up on the so it'll be Saturday evening. And it's Roger Gunniver-Smith. And um, he's with Mark Anthony Thompson. Mm-hmm. And they're actually doing a collaborative piece that's uh, about um, from the perspective of Otto Frank. And so it's really, really great, and it'll be kind of like a a really good celebration of writing, but also the writing process, because the piece um, they'll have worked on during the JAW Festival for Portland Center Stage, and so they'll have worked on it and thought about it and figured out how to make it, um, like, be effective, but it won't be a finished piece. So when they perform it at the Wyman Writers Conference, we'll get to talk about like where, um, yeah, you know, where they're kind of at and what they're working on and what changes they're going to kind of need to make in the piece. So it kind of gets across that idea of process and how we keep constantly working towards making our writing better.
0: It's so cool. We've talked about process quite a lot today with many artists, and it's a, a thing that I think everyone benefits from thinking about, uh, no matter what you do, and that there is a natural course of things and that it's okay that it takes time for things to unroll, that things don't have to take just a second to and certainly writing is an example of many, many hours uh, spent on a very tiny amount of output and you both are writers, so you can speak to that you know, what it is like, what's your artistic process in your own writing In my
2: writing? That's a whopper, right? That is a whopper Yeah (laughs) Um, honestly, I personally, I just have a story in my head, Mm -hmm. and I have characters who are living in my head, and they tell me the story. And then when I can't stand it anymore, I write down an outline for a story, Mm -hmm. and then I start doing research that will help give depth to that story. Mm. And then I start writing it, which is, I think different from other people's styles. Some people just start with the blank page and they just start writing. So there is no the when it comes to writing. Um, everyone has what works for them
0: as an artist. And that's what's exciting too about checking out Willamette Writers Online. One of the many reasons to do that is because even if you're not a, a bona fide professional writer, the, write, the artistic process behind writing can open so many doors for
2: you personally. We believe that if you write, you're a writer. You don't have to be published to call yourself a writer. That's lovely.
1: Yeah, and we have, um, in terms of the types of people that come as writers to Mm Willamette Writers, we have screenwriters, we have poets, we have memoirists, we have people who are working on novels, science fiction, fantasy, romance. Um, So we get um, all the different genres and people coming together. And, you know, when we have something like the conference, we have all of these different keynotes. So you can come and sit in and find out how a screenwriter works and what their everyday is like or how to pitch a comedy uh, TV to to a tv show um even as a poet so you can kind of learn what's out there in terms of all the different writing opportunities that are out um and that's one of the things that makes kind of Lammett Writers great is there's no like really entrance like Mm -hmm. you can just come and meet people and enjoy and learn about writing um and you don't have to be some all-star. And if you are an all-star, that's also awesome. Right.
0: It's just so interesting. And your, how about your writing process? How do you start diving into a piece?
1: Yeah, I love how Gail was talking about it because a lot of times when I talk, about, talk to writers about writing, I say... Um, You know, some people think of themselves as plotters where they're like plotting it out and they're figuring it out and they're taking their time and they're outlining and they have an idea of where they're going. Um, And some people call themselves pantsers where they're like just flying by the seat of their pants. I love (laughs) that. whatever comes out. Um, I kind of particularly think of myself as a breadcrumb writer. Like I'm writing and I have places that I want to go and I drop myself little breadcrumbs along the way so I can kind of stay on track. Um, But the process itself for me has changed over the last 10 years. Um and I've kind of gotten to know myself better and kind of have less expectations of I don't need to write some huge big amazing groundbreaking work. Like I need to write the the work that matters to me and that that I want to write my books for. Like I I in particular want to write for kids and so I write books for kids and I write about stuff that kids care about and they love it and that's what matters like I don't I don't need to be you know winning a Pulitzer Prize I need to be writing for my audience so. and
0: what do you are some of those things that kids are caring about right now
1: so you know in particular it's interesting kids um, love seeing other kids coming together that are different mm-hmm. like and so you'll have lots of different characters coming from different perspectives and a lot of middle grade and YA right now so YA is young adult books and so you have these books where you have so many different characters that are um, like and getting thrust into different situations, um, and I love middle grade in particular right now. So this is like third through fifth grade books because they're just big and imaginative oh, and hopeful. They're so
0: full of joy. I used to yes. teach third grade. Oh my gosh, I love it. it's like the kids that come running at you and they hug you. It's yeah. like heaven. <laughs> Usually,
1: and, they're, and they, they're just living in story. Like everything for them is some kind of story, and so mm. they want to know what the story is behind. Like, you know, why do you have that water bottle instead of your other bottle, and why are you wearing that shirt, and what are you going to do tomorrow, and who's your grandma? <laughs> so, That's yeah. so cool. And now I was thinking about book clubs,
0: you know, and I would imagine a lot of book clubs must come to the conference together. Maybe
1: they certainly could. Yeah, and one of the one of the best things we're doing this year is we're doing online book clubs. And oh, no kidding. Yeah, so it's a chance for you, like, anybody who's reading a book, um, so we're reading, this, the first book we're reading is Jeff Goyne's book, who's a, he's a marketing guru, and he's going to be at the conference, um, and his book is um, You Are a Writer, and it just talks about being a writer and what it takes, and it's that thing of, it takes just deciding you want to be a writer in writing. Um, wow. But then we'll have where you can get online and you can meet with other um, other people in your book club and just talk about your book from from your computer or from your phone.
0: That's so cool. It's so interesting nowadays too. I know this is way old news, but that you know at the back of the book so often now there's book club questions and what are the kinds of books that you're reading, Gail?
2: I was afraid you were going to ask that. Uh oh, <laughs> let loose. No. Um, well, I just went on a Anne Cleves binge mm. and um, blew through all of the Shetland books. Oh, and, fun. Um, I don't write mystery. I have no interest in writing mystery, but I love reading mystery because it has a reason to explore backstory, and I love backstory. Mm. I just, to me, that's what it's all about. For you guys, is backstory what I would call as an actor's subtext,
0: like the stuff that's not on the page, but like is somehow, is that what you mean?
2: Um, yeah, it, it's actually what happened before the story. Yes. Okay. So what, um, and it helps you understand the motivations of a character. Mm -hmm. So in a mystery that matters a lot. Right. And I find backstory fascinating. Oh yeah. Has anybody
0: ever written two books? One was the front story and, and someone wrote the backstory?
1: So if you actually look at the book Wonder, mm-hmm. um, so it's a middle grade book and it's about a boy who has a facial deformity um, and it kind of talks about like, just his process of going through school and um, it was also made into a movie with Julia Roberts. Yeah, I um, remember that. And so in that book, Augie um, is kind of bullied by in one kid in particular and what R.J. Palacio did was actually wrote the next book that R.J. Palacio wrote was From the Bully's Perspective. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and you find out, like, why the bully did everything that they were doing um, oh, and kind of where they're coming from. So and, important right now.
0: Yeah, and that, it was that that really great. That compassion piece.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's,
0: wow, what a, oh, that's great yeah, to know. I didn't cool. know that. That's yeah. fabulous. So uh, what, do you enjoy audiobooks?
1: Yes. So one of my favorite things that, uh, that I'm listening to right now is actually Serial Box, so Cereal Box is, it's a cereal, yeah, it's cute. Oh, I like that. <laughs> but it's cereal, like S-E-R-I-A-L. Are you um, listening to it with your son or is it an adult thing? So this is totally adult. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, Cereal Box, maybe you're listening to it with your babe. Like, no, no. <laughs> so it's a bunch of... Uh, In particular, they pull out a bunch of sci-fi fantasy writers in in some of their recent ones. And one is by um, one of my friends, Curtis Chen, um, is working with a bunch of other authors. And they all are writing in like the same world with the same idea, but each chapter is coming from different authors. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so then you get to see their different perspectives and read them and listen to them. And yeah,
0: that's my favorite right now. I love that. It's so cool because it seems as though in the past, and certainly probably someone could say no look at this 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 but people are looking at how to blow out the sides of a singular point of view
1: you know all across the boards it's fun yeah you even see that with like uh game of thrones is an yeah. example if you read those books uh george R. R. martin has every chapter is from a different character like, right so you kind of build out the story and you start to fall in love with these characters that you didn't even understand at the beginning right like, Oh, that's
2: great. Yeah. Yeah, I Do you listen to sort of audio audiobooks me. too, Gail? Um, no, not really. Not I really? Um, I actually like live performances oh, of storytelling.
0: Yeah. Oh. oh, like, um. uh, well, you know, Frayne Masters was coming, but she was not able to come. And PDX, uh, I'm lo- losing my mind right now, PDX uh, the story back fence. You know, so lots of wonderful. The Moth, yeah. needless to say, the Moth podcast is awesome. Yeah, I listened to Born a Crime, the Trevor Noah book, and he read it, and I loved it. I just, I love his voice. It's yeah. so
2: delightful. Great. An incredible story, too. One of the things is we have a lot of volunteers. Mm. We're mostly a volunteer organization. We don't have a lot of paid staff. Um but we um, have so many volunteers that come together and help run the conference and also the organization itself. Mm -hmm. We have seven chapters, and the people who work in each of the chapters um, are, are all volunteers. Wow so you can go check out the website and become
0: a volunteer if you're so inclined and and do volunteers get to see some of the
1: uh events Mm -hmm. in exchange or something along those lines yeah so usually our volunteers at the conference they'll uh, volunteer for half the day and then the other half the day they'll go out and they'll go to different events and find things that they're interested in what a great way to see the conference and be a part of it that's incredible and I love that idea of volunteering and it's this service philosophy, but it's also meeting people and meeting writers and um, you know, the people that you volunteer with um, in early literary events or at conferences or at shows um, eventually become your colleagues and your yes. friends. So I, that's my favorite part is I love that too, no borders.
2: <laughs> in, a, in a way, that's partly of what we're all about yes. because you know, writing is such an isolated experience. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is to come together as a community And um, we do that at the conference. We do that at the monthly chapter meetings. Writers can come together and create a community and help support each other, learn more about their craft, learn how to promote their own careers from each other. And that's sort of our purpose. Well,
0: thank you so much, Gail and Kate, for talking about Willamette Writers. Check it out online. Come to the conference and start writing. Right? Just... Right on. <laughs> exactly. Have a great day. Thank you. I want to reach 50% more listeners in the next three months, and I need your help. Will you share and subscribe? If I reach my goal, let's invent a cocktail to celebrate. How about an Adventure Rita in Artslandia? Or do you have a better idea?